Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Matzechah's Gittin Dafhei, and we're starting four lines from the bottom on Dalad Amid Beis. We'll do a quick Chazara because all of these blot require the same uh, nucleus of information, and that is that our Mishnah teaches that when a husband sends a get from outside of Eretz Yisrael to inside of Eretz Yisrael, there's a specific rule that the shaliach, the person sending the get, has to say, that this get was written in front of me and this get was signed in front of me. Rabbah is of the opinion that the reason why we have this requirement is to remove any concern about the lishma component, to make sure that this get was written specifically for this woman. And Rava was of the opinion <clears throat> that our primary concern is not about lishma, but rather about the ability to verify uh, signatures, to be Mekayim the star. So we're going to be seeing a host of questions over the course of the blot today uh, about this issue. We'll be stopping. We're going to go pretty far. We're going to be stopping about a quarter of the way down on Vava Madalaf at the two dots. And then tomorrow I'll post and record a shir. The Gemara quotes a Mishnah from later on. The Gemara on the bottom of Daladamad Bay says, Tanan, maybe get me Medina Saya. Let's say that a husband sends a get from France to Yerushalayim. And he isn't able to say the phrase. We'll see what this means after we analyze this. If there were witnesses that watched him give her the get, even though he couldn't say the sentence, then that will be considered sufficient. So says the Gemara, what kind of issue did this person have that he couldn't say? What was his physical limitation? What does it mean that he wasn't able to say turning to the top of Hamad Aleph, if you want to say that he was a cheresh, he was a person who wasn't able to speak, he was a mute, a cheresh can't be a person who is able to send a get, that's for sure not. He can't be the shliach, why not? Because out of the gates, a cheresh is excluded from being a shliach for a get. So when our Brisa, when our mission on the bottom of Daladam at Bay says that a husband sent a get from France to Yerushalayim and he was not able to say, it can't be that he was amused. That's impossible. So the Gemara in Hamad Allah three lines down says, What must have been going on in this Mishnah? It must be, the shliach got the get from the husband uh, under good circumstances, and then he had a medical issue, a stroke, whatever, and then he couldn't say, So that's our Mishnah with our understanding of the Mishnah. So let's review. What does our Mishnah say? That if, uh, if the husband gives the get in, in France to the shliach, and as he's traveling, a medical issue comes about, and he delivers it without being able to speak, but he delivers it with Adim. Good to go. So says the Gemara in Hamad Aleph, six lines down, the Rava Nicha. This works out fine and good according to Rava, who's really concerned about Kiyum Ashtar, about the capacity to verify witnesses. No problem. Why? Because he gave over the get in front of two witnesses. So even though he wasn't able to do the classical and ideal approach of saying, fine, but at least we were able to verify the document. But the Rava Kasha, but this Mishnah, and the way we understood this Mishnah, according to Rabbi Yosef, this Mishnah does not work for Rabbah, because where was the get written? In France. It was written in Chutzaretz, in Medina Sayyam. So that's nice that you brought two witnesses to, to say that it was, uh, the ver that, that doesn't help Rabbah. 
So the Gemara says that maybe that's a kasha on Rabbah. And the Gemara says, don't worry about it. What was really going on in this Mishnah? means that in Chutzaret, they finally put up those memos uh, all over the place. Everybody knew. What do they call those things in Yerushalayim, the pieces of paper? What's it called? Pashkevilin. So they finally put up. By the way, everybody, FYI, uh, get needs to be lishma. So it says the Gemara, Achar Shalamdu means now everyone in Chutz Arts knows about lishma. So Rabbah's concern in this Mishnah was no longer a concern. All is fine and good. So says the Gemara, if it's true that it's Achar Shalamdu after everyone in Chutz Arts knows, <clears throat> if everybody knows that a get needs to be lishma, then even Yachol Nami, even if you, even if a person is able to say and he doesn't, it should still be fine. Why should it still be fine? Because what was our concern about Medina Sayyam is that they weren't B'nai Torah and they didn't know. So says the Gemara, if they already know, then they know. No need to say So the Gemara says you can't argue that way because Gzeiro, we have a rabbinic injunction, we're concerned that perhaps the next generation will forget. We have witnessed with our own two eyes, everyone in this room, Yeridas Hadoros and Chuvas Hadoros. We've seen it in both directions. Uh, we were just talking about this. My my mother just finished sitting Shiva for, for her brother, my Uncle Alan, who passed away. My Uncle Alan is a Baal Chuba. My nephew Isaac is the Rav of Ashul and Hewlett. Two generations ago, that was impossible. My Both of my parents are Baal Chuba. Myself, Howard, my sister, everybody. We're from Shomer Shabbos. Tell me, we, we learned Torah. We're B'nai Torah. That's impossible. It should be impossible. The Gemara is saying if things happen, things shift in both directions. So there's a rabbinic injunction that Shema Yachar Dabar Lakil Kulo, even though right now in Chutzar it's a Dabar Yadua that a get has to be Lishma. We're concerned now. Now we're concerned. It may not last forever. So it says the Gemara, if you're concerned that they may forget again, then even in a case of Eino Yachal, then why in our Mishnah would we ever be lenient? If we're always concerned about the generations turning again and then they're going to forget, that in uh, that that they're going to forget the requirement of lishma by a get, and we should never be mekel. So says the Gemara. What was our case? Our case was a case of pikeach v'nischarish, and that is a milsa de loshricha. When you have a person who starts out their shlichu is healthy, and they end up too ill to speak, they can't even say the phrase That is a statistical anomaly. That is extremely rare. And in cases of statistical anomalies, we don't have rabbinic injunctions. We don't make rabbinic laws around completely rare scenarios. And that's how we understand our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, wait one second. If this case of a guy who was a pikeach and then he became ill is so rare, and therefore there's no rabbinic injunction, and therefore even though he can't say the gets kosher because he gave it in front of Aden, if that's true, so says the Gemara, I know another scenario that's extremely rare, but we don't have the reprieve and we do have a rabbinic injunction. What's that case? This is an oddball case. A woman bringing her own get. How does that work? Once she receives her get, she should be divorced. How does she function as a shlicha for her own get? Take a look at Rashi. Rashi is about 12 lines down. She can bring her own get. 
So her husband Ruvain says to Rachel, I'm divorcing you. Here's your get. But But this document is not effective until you get to the Bezdin in Yerushalayim. You can hold it all you want. You're not divorced until you get to Bezdin in Yerushalayim. So she functions as a shliach, shlicha, for her own divorce. It says the Gemara, what do we know about this halacha, about a woman being a shlicha for herself? It's none, quarter of the way down. A woman can bring her own get. So Ruvain in France gives hands a get to Rachel and says, when you get to the Bezdin in Yerushalayim, you're going to be divorced. So Rachel functions as a shlicha for her own divorce. She takes the star, she takes the get, she gets on a boat, travels to Yerushalayim, goes into Bezdin, hands Bezdin the star and says, this is my own get, and she can function as a get. She can function as a shliach. But according to the fact that we normally say that the oddball case is that milsa delo shliach, you don't have to say befanai nechta befanai nechtam. So why is it that in this case we had to say befanai nechta befanai nechtam? The case of pikech v'nischaresh, we said that he got away without saying it. Here, the case of isha mivia gita, she does have to say befanai nechta befanai nechtam. So the Gemara says, about a quarter of the way down on Hayam and Aleph, you're right in concept. However, we don't ever want to make a distinction in shlichim. Everyone should have the same rule. Even though you're right that a woman in theory should be removed from her requirement to say because it's a case of it doesn't matter. When it comes to shlichus, we're pretty makbed and we try to keep things even. So once you break a rule once, then like it gets very confusing what all the minutia of rules are. So the rule is just a blanket rule. Every shliach or shlicha, whoever they are, they're obligated to say the Gemara says, if that's true, then Baal Nami, then a husband, if he were to function as a shliach for a get that he wrote, he should also have to say, mm-hmm. why then do we have a brisa that says, if you're saying that there's a blanket rule that every time a shliach brings a get in betor shlichus that they have to say and even a woman in a case of milsa de lo has to do that, okay. But then why does the brisa say that a husband does not have to say blanket rule or not? Pick one. So if you're saying it's a blanket rule, the husband should be included in that bl- in that blanket rule. So says the Gemara, you're right that the husband is an exception, but the exception is so. Um, it's so unique that it, that it doesn't apply. The blanket rule doesn't apply. Why not? Because time of my What was the fundamental reason in Chazal as to why our Mishnah and Daf Beis and Gittin said that the Shliach has to say Because one of the things that we were concerned about is that a husband is going to show up and say, no, 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 the get is puzzled. But if he's the shliach, we don't have to worry about that. But hashta minkad naki labiyade, because since he's the one who's holding the star in his hand, he's functioning as the shliach. The husband, of course, he wants this to be a real get. What do you think? He got on the boat from France to Jerusalem just for kicks? He wanted to divorce her. So there, we don't have to worry about that. And in such a case, if he's the shliach, there's no way he's going to create an error. And therefore, the way things play out is like this. Really, there is a blanket rule. Any shliach, male or female, it doesn't matter, 
has to say There's one singular exception, and that is when a husband functions as a shliach, he does not have to say because the fundamental concern that a husband is trying going to try and ruin the get doesn't apply when he himself is the shliach. Pasha, he wants the get to be to be effective. He's the shliach. He he wrote it, and he's the shliach. Of course, he wants it to work. So that's question number one for the day and answer number one. Here's question number two. These are in a very similar vein. We'll see repeated Shakla Batarya uh, in this next section. We're a third of the way down on Hayamad Aleph Tashma. This is not in the Tanoim. Usually Tashma indicates Tanoim. Here we see that that's not true. It's not a perfect rule, the Tashma rule. So sometimes when we see Tashma, we just have to prep ourselves. Are we looking at Tanoim or Amorayim? So this was a question that Shmuel asked Rapuna. Two people are appointed to be a shliach, and they come from France to Yerushalayim. Do we say that when there are two shlichen, that they have to say the phrase of or in the plural, or do they not have to say that? So what was the answer of Rav Huna? Omar Le, Rav Huna says back to Shmuel, they do not need to say anything. Why not? Because the Gemara gives an excellent svara. excuse me. Why don't? Why doesn't this pair of shlichim have to say Because because they're edim. It's a pair of edim. Anything they say will be believed. They can say she's divorced. They can say she's married. They can say anything and they'll be believed. Therefore, this classical formulaic approach of is not really relevant. And that's the end of the, of the Brisa. And that then, or oh, it's not really a Brisa. It's the end of the Memra. But that poses a question for us. According to Rava, I understand this Brisa perfectly well. Why? Because we had two Adim come in, they can verify the authenticity of the star. But Lerabba, who says our concern is about Lishma, this Bryce says a Kasha because it doesn't solve for Lishma. All we're saying is that two Shlichim came. That doesn't solve for Lishma. All it does is tell me that the that the star has two Adim on it. So therefore, the Gemara says, as we saw earlier, how would we understand this dialogue between Shmuel and Ravuna that we don't require? Um, to say it must be the only way it works according to Rabbah who's concerned about Lishma is that it must be that this question and answer was asked at, an, at a time when the people living in Chutz Laaretz did know about, about Lishma if that's true then it should also be the case that even one person should not have to say because they know about Lishma, says the Gemara, no, we can't rely on that because perhaps it is the case, perhaps it is the case that the generations will forget and that's not a good enough rule, so one person's insufficient. So says the Gemara, maybe we should say that if there are two people, then we should have no concerns at all. Says the Gemara, two people bringing a get is very uncommon. And in those cases, we have no rabbinic conjunctions. 
So now the Gemara is going to say the same exact shakla v'tarya, so I'll say it quickly. We have a case of a woman which is uncommon where she brings her own get. It's not what did the Mishnah say about her. But why would a woman have to say if there's no gzera in cases that are uncommon? Just like the case of the two Adim, the two Shlichim coming is uncommon. It's also uncommon for a woman to be her own Shlich. So why does she have to say Bafana Nechta Says the Gemara, because Lo we want it to be Shalotachlok Bishlichus. Everybody should be saying as a matter of principle. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, if that's true, Balnami, I would have said the same thing. If a husband functions as a Shliach, that he should have to say, but we know that that's not true because Allah Matanya, why does the Bryce just say three fourths of the way down? If a husband brings, as a Shliach, he brings a document, he brings a get to his wife, he does not say, a moment ago you wanted to say that it's a perfect rule, that everybody says, all, all Shlichim have to say, the Gemara says, no, the case of the husband is a unique um, categorical anomaly that's not like the other cases. Why not? Because what was the reason why the Chachamim instituted the saying of this phrase because they were afraid that a husband might ruin the get but in this case because the husband was the one who was carrying the get as the shlech, we're not worried about him ruining the get and therefore says the Gemara he's going to ruin his own get makes no sense He's the shlech. so therefore as mentioned before same conclusion not a problem for Rabbah really the people in Chutz Arts are better trained now uh, the Pashkibilin are up everybody knows the get has to be Lishma and uh, therefore, we are all fine and good. Now let's ask question number three. Two lines before the wide lines, eight lines or so before the bottom of the page on Hayam Adal, the Gemara says, Toshma, maybe get me Medina Sayam. Let's say that a get is brought from France to, to Jerusalem, and he gave it to her. But but he didn't, he forgot. He totally, he totally swung and missed on his own shlichus. He had no idea what he was doing. Says the Gemara, if he can verify the signatures, it's kosher. So the Gemara says, when we analyze this, what we see from here is that really the institution of was to protect a woman. It was only meant to help her. It wasn't meant to, to make her life more difficult. How do we know? Because even though this guy didn't say because we were able to verify the signature, so the said the divorce works. So therefore we see that is basically a protective measure in her corner. It's meant to protect her to be able to get divorced when it's so demanded. And therefore, um, and therefore it should only be uh, used in cases of leniency. Now, this only works, the Rava, the Rava Nicha and the Rava Kasha, same as before. This Mishnah as well, is this a Mishnah? I think it's a Brisa. It's a Tosefta, it's neither. This is a Tosefta here. The Tosefta says that as long as Adim's uh, signatures can be verified, so therefore all is fine and good according to Rava. But according to Rava, what do we do with Rava? After all, Rava is worried about Lishma and we haven't solved for that problem. Third time's a charm. It must be that this Bryce is talking about a case. This Tosefta is talking about a case where after people in Chutzlaretz know about the din of Lishma, and therefore Rabbah's answer works. Says the Gemara, wait one second. You said previously on the page 
that we're concerned about people forgetting, says the Gemara, you're right. What are we really dealing with over here? Kishinises. We're dealing with a case over here where the get was given without Bifanai Nechtam, Bifanai Nechtam, and she got married. Now what? If the divorce was valid, good to go. If the divorce was not valid and she has a baby, the baby's a mamzer. That's a very big problem. So in this case, they said, and they verified, I'm sorry, the cases where they did not say, they verified the Edim, and then she um, got married. So says the Gemara, if the concern, if what you're saying as to why this Mishnah works is because she needs says because she got married and we don't want to ruin her marriage now that she's married, fine, that's fine. But if that's true, then I have a kasha. The Gemara says, Yihachi, then have that which we said of that's really not right. The reason why this Mishnah works, why the Tosefta works, isn't because isn't because is always a kula. It's because So therefore, the Gemara says, here's how you should appropriately understand this uh, Tosefta. Two lines from the bottom. <clears throat> You might say we should be strict on her and Vilifka, she should be removed from this marriage. Remember the case scenario this woman uh, received a get. The Shlichim forgot to say, the Shliach forgot to say, but they did verify the Edim. And we said that, okay, she, okay, she's halachically divorced. And the Gemara says, you might have thought that maybe we should be Makbed Vilifka, she should get divorced. So there, the Gemara says, no, that's not correct. There we would say, we're going to be lenient on her. And says the Gemara on the top of the Abhayamud Bey is time of my, what is the whole institution after all? For why we have the funai nechtav of the funai nechtam is dilma asi bal me'ar eru but hashda bal kolome arer. The husband said nothing, and this woman managed to get married to another man in the meantime. And if that's true, ana neku mune arer we're going to ruin it for her. So says the Gemara because the husband didn't say anything over the many months after the the document was given, even though no befunai nechtav of the funai nechtam was said. She held the star. No comment was ever made. She waited a couple of months, and she got married to a new guy. She was married to Ruben, now she's married to Chaim. So then we see the husband didn't complain. It must therefore be that the divorce actually worked. Yesterday on Shabbos, we had a discussion about whether or not the machlokas of Rabba and Rava was rooted in the Tanoim. We tried twice and failed to make a proper comparison between the machlokas Rabba and Rava about and the Tanoim. We're going to try now from other earlier Amoroim. And says the Gemara in Hamid Bay's three lines from the bottom, but plucked at Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Really, there's a machlokas amoraim. Chad Omar, perhaps we can say that one of them is of the opinion, like the concern of Rabbah, that the reason why we have to say is because of concerns that the document wasn't written specifically for this woman. Another shita, either Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, was because we have no way to verify the document. So obviously the Gemara is recommending that maybe Rabba and Rava align with Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. And Tistayim, the Gemara says, perhaps that we can conclude, we can assert that the Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, maybe we would say that the Lishma concern of Rabba aligns with Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Why? Rib Shimon Bar Abba brought a get to the Bezdin, and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi was the person responsible for the get. And Rib Shimon 
what was his name? Reb Shimon Bar Abba says to Reb Yeshua ben Levi, do we need to say Befanei Nechta Befanei Nechta or do we not? Amar Lo Tzrichas. You do not need to say Befanei Nechta Befanei Nechta. Why not? Because, says Reb Yeshua ben Levi, Lo Amru Ela Bedoros HaRishonim She'ein B'Kiyin Lishma. The only reason why our Mishnah and Daf Beis ever recommended that we needed to say is because the earlier generations were not Bikin and Lishma. People did not know. It wasn't ubiquitous knowledge that you're supposed to use uh, something Lishma. The Gemara says that, but now everybody knows. So we have to talk history for a second. The Mishnahis were codified in the year 220. These are early Amorim. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi probably knew Rebbe. I mean, maybe he just missed him. So when in history did we ever say I understand it's in the Mishnah on 220. That makes sense. But Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi was like a second century Amora. Was it a five-year period of so If you look historically, this Gemara paints a picture of a very limited scope of when we would have ever said Says the Gemara, Tistayim. Perhaps we can conclude that that is in fact the case. That Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi is like Rabba, and Rabbi Yochanan is like Rava. Says the Gemara of Tisbara. Is it in fact the case? Is it reasonable to assume uh, in this previous case that you don't have to say befanai nechta befanai nechtam in the dialogue with Rabbi uh, with Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi? Why would Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi say you don't have to say befanai nechta befanai nechtam? Even if the case of Lishma was solved for, but what did we learn yesterday? But we said that Rabba is also concerned for Rava's opinion. So if Rabba, who's concerned with Lishma, is also concerned with Rava's opinion, and even if it's the case that in Medina Sayyam, everybody now knows that uh, it's Lishma, but that doesn't solve all the problems for Rava. He should still be concerned about Rava. The Odin, furthermore, we also said that even if they know Everything that they're supposed to know in Chutzlar to Medina Sayyam about Get Lishma, but perhaps people are going to forget in one generation and uh, and it's not going to be Lishma anymore and, and no one will know. So, why is it that Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi was so lenient to say that Bedoros Rishonim they needed but now we've solved all of those problems? That's not true for two reasons. Again, Rabbi holds like Rabbi, we should still be concerned about. Uh, about fulfilling, about the capacity to prove again, and also because people forget. So Ella says the Gemara, you're right. This case was actually a little different than the way we presented it. Third of the way down, quarter of the way down on Hamid Beis, Ella Reb Shimon Bar Abba, Inish Achrina Haba Behadeh, really, when Reb Shimon Bar Abba came to Reb Yeshua Ben Levi, it was two people presenting the Shaila, two Shlichim. So therefore, the case was totally different. But there was another person in the Shachrin Ahav But But because Rav Shimon was so chashiv, they didn't mention the second person. But there really were two people, and therefore there were no concerns of Rabbi. That's why Rabbi Yosheb and Levi said that we don't need to have Befanai Nechta Befanai Nechta. That brings us to the two dots about a third of the way down. Itmar. We have seen this elsewhere. We're going to see it again now. Bifnei Kama Nosnola. In front of how many people does she ha- does she have to receive the get from the shliach? So this is a machlokes of Yochanan and Reb Chanina. Chad Amar Bifnei Shnayim, Chad Amar Bifnei Shlosha. Some say that there needs to be two witnesses to the shliach's transfer of the get to the isha, and some say it's three people. 
So the Gemara says, Tistayim, perhaps we can conclude, the Rav Yochanan Huda'amar Bifneshnaim, Rav Yochanan is of the opinion that we only need two witnesses. Why? The Ravin Barav Chizda, I see Gita Lekame to Rav Yochanan. Ravin Barav Chizda brought a get to Rav Yochanan. The Omar Leh, he says to Rav Yochanan, and Rav Yochanan says to him, Zil, Havla Be'ape Tre, go give this get in front of two people, very clearly Rav Yochanan showing his feelings, that you have to only present a get in front of two people. The Amalahu, and they should say, Befanai Nechtab, Befanai Nechtab, Tistayim. We can therefore conclude that Rav Yochanan was of the opinion that it is only two people and not three. So says the Gemara, this machlokas of whether or not a get has to be given in front of two people or three people, perhaps we can say that the machlokas is, an, is really on a deeper level. The machlokas of two or three witnesses is as follows, halfway down. According to the Shita, who says, this was Rav Yochanan, who says that when a get is given by a shliach to a woman, we need two witnesses. So that's because we need regular edus that it was written lishma. Two edim is sufficient. However, according to the Shita who holds, and if it's not Rav Yochanan, it has to be the other Shita. It has to be the Shita of Rav Chanina. And he must hold, Kiyum hashtar is done in a bezdin. That's better with three people. So therefore, maybe we should say that's what the machlokas is rooted in. Do we say that it's an issue of lishma, which is a din in edus, or do we say it's a din in mitzui and lekaima, which in a, which is a din in bezdin? Two verses three. So the Gemara says v'tisbera, you cannot use this approach because then this sugya and the previous sugya would then be so ser one another. This is brilliant. How does this work out? Because in the case we said above, if it's true that earlier we said that Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi was of the opinion of Lishma, and his counterpart was Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan, yet over here you said that Rabbi Yochanan was not in the Eidim in the Kaimo camp. <laughs> How can it be that Rav Yochanan could be Soser himself? That doesn't work. The Odin, furthermore, Harabah Isle de Rava. Rabba's also of the opinion. I'll take one of those, Dad. Thank you. Rabba's of the opinion. Two. Uh, two should work fine. I hope only one works. Rabba's of the opinion that Rab, that he's also worried about Rava. So none of this really makes sense. Ella, therefore, the Gemara says, two-thirds of the way down, the Kuleyama. Really, what's going on in this machlokas of two and three? Really, everyone agrees that ba'inan edim mitzuyin lekaimo. Everyone agrees that we're concerned about verification of a get. You need to turn on your cup for just a moment. This is a uh, this gemara is a, an important shasugya. The gemara says v'hacha. What are we arguing about? B'shliach nasa aid the aid nasa dayan kamiflage. It's role changes. Let's go through the picture. Ruvain was married to Rachel, things went sour, couples therapy, failed getting a divorce. Ruvain hires a sofer in France, and the get is written. They give it to Eliezer the shliach. Eliezer functions as a shliach. What is the role of a shliach? Every bris I do. Am I your shliach? Yes or no? Yes, you are. Congratulations. Now, I'm literally an extension of that person. I facilitate his mitzvah. So Eliezer is a shliach. So what's the machlokas? Do we say that shliach nasa'id, 
that when the shliach shows up, he puts on a different cap and says, He turns from a shliach to an aid. That works. But do we also then say, Can the aid then become a dayan, a judge as well? He's saying as, a, as an aid, but can then he then be a dayan as well? And that's what the machlokas is about. And here is how we would understand this. According to the Amora, who holds that a get has to be given in front of two people, he must hold. He says that there can be two role changes from shliach to aid and from aid to dayan because the two aid that need to be there plus the shliach who is now converted into a dayan is three people to verify the get. That makes sense. According to the opinion that we need three distinct Adim, not the Shliach. He can't be an aid to verify the get. So Kasavara must be the Shliach Nasa'id, the Ainid Nasa'idain, that the Shliach can't convert into a Dayan. Therefore, we need three separate ones. So, therefore, we could understand, potentially, we can understand the Machlokas of whether or not we need two or three Adim to watch the transfer of the get from the Shliach to the, uh, to the wife. If it's two, it's because we hold that the shliach can become a dayan. And if it's three, it's because the shliach cannot become a dayan. Kaftor Raferach says the Gemara, not really. It's not really a good response. Because a little bit more than two-thirds of the way down, the Gemara says, wait one second. The Akaimalan, we hold across the boards with no machlokas. That bidirabanan, when we're dealing with dini dirabanan, deid nasa dayan. Everyone agrees. There's no machlokas, two versus three. Everyone agrees that aid nasadayan. So therefore, we can't say that the difference between the shita that we require two aidim or three, when the shliach gives a get to a wife, it cannot be based on the machlokas of shliach nasaid veid nasadayan. Ella says the Gemara, what really are we talking about? We're talking about the mar savar, keivan de isha, kshera lahabiyesa get. Because a woman is kshera to bring a get, zimnin People might make a mistake and say this woman is a valid aid. And therefore, to remove that concern, we require three aidim. And that way, no one will ever make a mistake that a woman is a dayan. The idach, and the other opinion is not like that. The idach says, Isha made a yade velo Everybody knows that a woman is not a dayan. This is a very modern piece of Gemara that we would ever have a Havamina that a woman could be a Dayan. There are times in Halacha we trust women Bedine Kares. We trust a woman for Hilchos Nida. We don't have to see with our own two eyes that Anita goes to the mikvah. We trust her 100% being Yone Kares. But a woman on a Bezdin is never, that's completely unheard of. So it says the Gemara, that's actually the Machlokas. And the Gemara says three-fourths of the way down, we actually have a little bit of clarity in Psaq, Tanya Kava, Siddur Rabbi Yochanan. We have a brysa that's in line with the Shita of Rabbi Yochanan. How so? The brysa says, If a man from France gives a get to his wife through Shlichus, and he gives it to her in Yerushalayim, and he does not say the phrase that he should have said, and then she gets married, This is not good. This is really not good. So again, let's review our case. Ruben and Rachel are married. They decide to get a divorce. Ruben uh, takes the apartment in uh, France and sends a get to Yerushalayim. 
She, she receives the get, the shliach forgets to say, she says good riddance and she marries another man and has a child. Rav Meir says that because the phrase wasn't said, those children born to the new marriage are mamzerim. It's a wild shita that Rav Meir would ever say such a thing. We'll question it shortly. The chachamim omrim, relax, ain't havlad mamzer. No, the get is actually kosher. So says the Gemara, what do the Chachamim then recommend in order to solve for this divorce? Says the Gemara, the kids are not mamzerim. Let's just check out. It's like a, a gerus misafik. Okay, let's do a gerush and misafik. Okay, take the get back, give it again with two atoms, say, everything is done. Asks the Gemara, Verav Meir, Mishum de lo Omar, mamzer? If she got married without that one phrase, the four words of and she had a baby with a new husband, the kids are mamish mamzerim? Says the Gemara in, yes, according to Rav Meir, those kids are mamish mamzerim. She should not have gotten married. She should not have gotten pregnant. She should not have had kids. And the kids are mamzerim. Why? Rav Meir Latame. That anyone who deviates from the protocols put forth in order to, to create a get, the child is a mamzer. Extremely strict, a hardliner. Says the Gemara, two quick agaritas. Okay, the Gemara says as follows, six, seven lines from the bottom. Barheja wanted to take care of a get. And the get was brought to Rav Achi, who was an expert when it came to Gittin. You need to look over the get extremely carefully, every letter, make sure it's perfect. However, but Ravami Ravasi, excuse me, they said, no, you really don't need to look at the whole get. And as we'll soon see, you really only need to see the top line of the get that this husband and this wife want to get divorced. If you want to be from and go against Ravami and Ravasi, who say you only need the top line, and now you want to say that I want to look at every line and be so from, says the Gemara, that's not good. You could really mess over the image of that Bezdin. That image of Bezdin could be that if you find something in the later verses in the get that's problematic, then maybe you'll undo some of the high quality work that was done before. So no, Ravami and Ravasi say we only look at the top line and you're not allowed to be from and look at every other line. Says the Gemara, another story. Rabba Barbarchana Aisi Gita, he brought a get. Palga Ichtav Kameh, half of the get was written in front of him. Upalga Lo Ichtav Kameh, the second half wasn't written in front of him. And they brought it in front of Rebbe Lazar. As long as you've seen the first line written, Lishma, you are good to go. That get is 100% kosher. Ravashi Amar, even if you didn't see the get being written, Lishma, but listen to this, you either hear the quill and or you hear the parchment, the scratching, the friction between the two, that's sufficient to know that it was written for the right reasons. 
And says the Gemara, Tanya Kavase de Ravashi, the, uh, the Brisa says as follows I may get me Medina Sayam, the husband sends a get from France. If I'm on the main floor of the house and the sofa is upstairs, or who You're in and out the whole day, it's kosher. Says the Gemara, How can it be that if the husband is on the main floor of the house and the sofa who's writing the get is on another floor, how can it be that the get is lishma? Halo he didn't see anything happen. Elamai, it must be that Ravashi is right. Elalav kigon deshama kan kulmusa vikan megilta. It must be that he heard the sound of the quill, or he heard the sound of the quill hitting the paper, and therefore that is considered lishma. Let's analyze just for a moment, and we'll stop at the two two dots in a few lines. Amar Mar, what did we just say in this brisa? Afilu nichnas viyote kolayom kulo kasher. So who's the person being nichnas? Who are we talking about? Man, that makes no sense. Because hashta, if the shliach is huba bais with sofer ba'aliyah, delochazile, and their amr's kasher, nechnas v'yotze mi It can't be that we're talking about the shliach, because the shliach had an even bigger kula of never seeing it at all and being kosher. For sure, if he's nechnas v'yotze, it's going to be kosher. Ella, it must be that the person who was nechnas v'yotze was the sofer. Says the Gemara Pshita, that should be obvious. He's the, he's the person writing the star. What were we concerned about? Says the Gemara, no. Just because the sofa has to take a lunch break, we're going to apostle the get, that makes no sense. Says the Gemara, The sofa went uh, to town. He went to Target. He went wherever he went, and he, then he came back. What were we concerned about? Maybe when the shliach, when the sofa, excuse me, went to town, Somebody else asked him to make a get, and it was the same exact names of the get he was currently working on, but he was just on his lunch break. Kamash Malan, we're not concerned about that. That's what this Bryce is saying over here. So a very low standard of Lishma, just the top line. And even if you don't see it yourself, just hearing the quill hitting the paper after you've made the request of her name and his name, that is still considered Lishma. Emir Sashem over the next two days, both Monday and Tuesday, I'll be recording and posting. Wishing you all. A beautiful night. Beautiful night for Shabbos. Yes, midnight. Midnight.